How important is your calendar in your productivity toolbox? I would argue that it's the most important tool you have and the key to finally getting control of your time. Hello and welcome to episode 312 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Reading the comments on some of my YouTube videos, I see a lot of people trying to make their task manager their primary productivity tool. Now, I would argue this is a mistake. A to-do list or task manager is, at its heart, a list of things you think you need to do. And no matter what you throw at it, your task manager will willingly accept it. And that is exactly what it should do. Make it fantastically easy to collect stuff. However, After you have collected stuff, what next? It doesn't matter whether you have 50, 100 or 1,000 tasks in your task manager. What matters is when will you do those tasks. There's no limit on what you want or need to do. That's infinite. Your limitation comes from time. You only get 24 hours a day to do all this stuff. And somewhere in those 24 hours, you'll need to sleep, eat and wash. Given that limitation on what you can get done each day is time, that means that the primary tool in your productivity toolbox is always going to be your calendar. So, with that introduction complete, let me now hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Pablo. Pablo asks, Hi Carl, I noticed that you seem to be very careful about what you put on your calendar. It looks so clean. How do you keep it looking like that? Thank you Pablo for your question. Your observation is correct. I am very protective of my calendar. To me, knowing where my commitments are and where I have space is important each day. It allows me to control my day and to ensure I'm not pushing myself beyond my healthy limits. I have an unhealthy fascination with the routine of highly successful people. It's always interested me to learn how immensely productive people manage to get their work done. I've learned about Winston Churchill's afternoon naps and late night writing, of Leonardo da Vinci's polyphasic sleeping, Maya Angelou's hotel writing room and Albert Einstein's love of sleep. One thing these incredible people have in common with was their understanding that to get work done, you needed to protect time. 
Painter Picasso hated interruptions and would go to great lengths to protect his painting time. Maya Angelou would hide herself away in a hotel room between 7am and 3pm to do her writing and thinking. Ian Fleming screamed at anyone who dared to interrupt his 9am to 12pm writing time. I find it strange that so many people want to become better at managing their time and get more work done, yet refuse to take any action to achieve that goal. It's not the tool that will do the work for you. Only you can do that. It's carving out the time you need to do it. And that's where your calendar becomes your most powerful tool. It's the only productivity tool that you will ne that will never lie to you. You get a new 24-hour canvas each day and you're given the freedom to create any kind of day you wish. You could choose to call in sick and stay in bed all day if you wished. However, you will then need to deal with the feelings of guilt and FOMO that inevitably come when you do something like this. Every decision you make has a consequence. Recently, I did a video on getting control of your calendar. And in my example, I had meetings and blocks of time set aside for doing my important work. There were so many comments on how neat and tidy my calendar looked. Yet, I see so many people with two or three meetings scheduled at the same time. Why? I mean, you cannot attend all three meetings, so why do you still have three meetings booked at the same time? I don't think my calendar looks neat and tidy. The difference is I will never allow myself to become double or triple booked. I know you are busy. However, surely when you receive a calendar invite, the 10 seconds it takes to check your calendar to see if you have anything else booked in at that time is not beyond the realms of possibility. Just clicking accept without checking will cause you so much damage. Check before you accept. That should be a non-negotiable rule. Not checking is like driving through a crossroads without looking. Sooner or later, you're going to get hit by a 40-ton truck. One question you will find helpful to ask each day is, where is my protected time? Your protected time is the time you set aside for doing your most important work. That could be writing the proposal that is due at the end of the week, or it could be taking your kids to the park to play. Whatever needs to be done will always require time. To make things easier for myself, I protect 9.30am to 11.30am each day for doing creative work. Usually that involves writing, but once a week it will be recording a YouTube video. I know that at the start of the week, I have the time to do all the creative work I want to do that week because I have protected that time. And I choose the word protected deliberately. It is protected from everything but a genuine emergency. 
This means I refuse meetings at that time. Even my wife knows not to schedule anything between 9.30 and 11.30 a.m. And that took a lot of training. So far, out of 24 hours, I am protecting two hours. That leaves me a lot of time for other things. Yet each day, something creative is being produced. This is one of the most powerful lessons I learned from people like Ian Fleming, Maya Angelou and Benjamin Franklin. Protecting time for the important things. Now, I would also recommend you protect a further two hours in your workday for admin and communications. If you're one of those people who is always reacting to every message and email that comes your way, you will, at the very least, feel frazzled. It's extremely tough on your brain. It's like trying to drive economically while constantly stopping and starting. It's not smooth and your car's engine or battery will take a pounding. The most economical way to drive is smooth and that's the same with your brain. By blocking a little time each day for responding to your messages, you will be operating at your most effective. So schedule time for doing your admin and communications. Now, I like to do my communications around 4 p.m. After dinner, I do my admin. By doing my email and other messages at 4 p.m., I avoid email ping pong. That's where you end up having to respond to the same email twice in a day because you give the other person time to reply. Do your communications at 4 p.m. and you will significantly reduce the number of emails you get each day. An admin time is for all those little things that you collect that just need to be done. Expenses, sales admin, filing, booking hotels or flights, etc. Anything that gets collected that sit around because they are neither urgent nor important. Now, a quick tip here. Match your task manager's tags or labels with your time blocks on your calendar. This way, you can give yourself a focused view of the tasks that need doing. For instance, I have a label for admin tasks. When I do my admin at the end of the day, I open up a filtered view that shows me only the admin tasks that are due today. This way, I am not distracted by anything else. If you follow this example, you'll be allocating four hours a day for specific tasks. Your important work gets two hours and you allocate an hour each for communications and admin. Four hours out of 24 will put you on top of your work and avoid the build-up of backlogs. When I look at the daily routines of people like Winston Churchill and Ian Fleming, they spent around four to six hours a day doing focused work and managed to get an incredible amount of work done each day. Yet these two people were very social people. They were entertaining guests almost every day and writing hundreds of letters, what we did before electronic communications. The key to their productivity was their non-negotiable focus time. Think of your task manager as support for your calendar and let your calendar run your day. Protect it. It's the only time you have. There are other things I will do too. There are some days when I need to wake up very early, well, very early for me, 
on those days, I know I will need to take a nap at some point, so I will schedule nap time. This way, when I do find myself tired and unable to function properly, I can jump into bed for an hour or so. No guilt, just complete rest. It's as Churchill said, you get to do a day and a half's worth of work in one. You get an energy boost and you can work more effectively in the afternoon. This is why I keep my calendar clean. The only things I am committed to get on there. And more importantly, if I'm invited to a meeting, I will always check before committing. I hate having to renegotiate meetings. It's time consuming and involves a lot of back and forth. Here's another quick tip for you. Use a scheduling service. These are great. You choose the times you are available for meetings and if anyone requests a meeting with you, you can send them the link to schedule a meeting. There's some human psychology going on here. The person requesting a meeting is unlikely to ask for a meeting outside of your allocated times because they also know it's time-consuming to do so. It's far easier for them to pick a time from your availability. I can promise you this will save you a lot of time and also make structuring your day far easier. And there you go, Pablo. That's how to keep your calendar clean and tight. It's the most powerful productivity tool you have and it's worth protecting. Thank you so much for your question and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>